Okay, welcome back to the City Rap Podcast, where we talk about everything that's not going on right now, because we have literally nothing. This is all an illusion. We're all in the Matrix or some shit. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this is what, week? This is, has it been six weeks since everything shut down? I've lost any count of time or anything like that like it could be three months it could be a week I, I have no idea i think it might be a little bit over a month because i remember when i last went to school uh yeah no everything was already shut down it was march 12th that everything officially well okay march 11th for the nba but same same idea applies um yeah. But yeah, we still have nothing going on in in the sporting world because everyone's stuck at home or if you live in certain parts of the world, not abiding by the society uh, recommendations and or laws. I'll just uh, throw it to that guy and those people in Vancouver that were uh, were protesting or whatever. What what were they even doing? I didn't watch the full video. Um, Sorry, what was that? The the guy that was filming in uh in Vancouver. On, on oh the yeah, they were forming a anti quarantine protest because apparently it's unlawful and it's not truthful and it's the government trying to control us and yeah, okay, whatever, bud. That was those almost are people, as bad. No, those are ahead. people that I see and like if I find out they get the virus, I really wouldn't feel bad at, at, in the slightest. The funniest uh, thing was um, this is before they like the U.S. started to ban like uh, gatherings like they were uh, like mainly like uh, church services. You know how like the preachers, they'll, uh, you know, the preachers, they'll, uh, you know, do their usual spiel of, you know, basically ranting a bunch of stuff that's not necessarily true. Um, So one of the guys like they were talking about the virus and the guy like it was almost like cultish in a way he literally blew on like he blew the air like he just like went and then he just said i blew the virus away and it'll never return and i'm just like wow why didn't we think of this earlier we can have this guy (laughs) fly all over the world and then he could just cure the virus like what a concept i saw one guy just like are you guys not not running your your uh your, your McAfee um virus uh what are they called? Your, oh, like the the antivirus. Yeah, uh, your antivirus softwares. scan that you should be doing every oh every God. so often. No, I wonder you guys aren't prepared for this. <laughs> I can't remember the other one. It was one that was like kind of it was like black and white or no, well, it was black and yellow. It was like something that started with a Q. I can't remember. I got one of those once, and I'm like, oh, I don't want this anymore. Go away. Yeah. But it's a daily reminder, kids, to always do daily scans of your computer so you don't have these viruses and shit. But, you yeah. know, I just listen, listen mm-hmm. to – but, yeah, like – oh, my God, why am I yawning? Uh but yeah, it's getting to that point right now where like we're literally just like I forget what day it is, which is bad because I have finals this week and I like I just remember that I have one on uh, on Thursday and I'm like shit I didn't study for it yet. 
But the good thing is that it's a blessing and a curse if you're still in school because at the same time, like, you could just do, like, open book tests, which is helpful because Google Google is your friend. And also, like, one thing that I find it funny is, like, you know how, like, how, oh, like, uh, Doug Ford and, like, the the Ontario government will, like, address everybody every day? Yeah, yeah. And, like, they had the Minister of Education where he's just like, oh, well, you know, we're going to make sure that our tests are done with, like, academic integrity and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bullshit, academic integrity. Like, that, that like went people out the door go- when schools got closed. Literally, yeah. Like, you tell a college kid, okay, you know, I know you have all of your notes at your disposal and also no supervision from the prof, so we're going to trust you. And, like, literally my exam that I wrote, I wrote two. I wrote one on Monday. We're recording this on, on Tuesday, but I wrote one today and one on Monday. And I literally, like, he gave it, like, the Monday one, he gave us three hours. I finished it in, like, one. And then I emailed him. I'm just like, yeah, like half of the questions, like you marked wrong. And he's just like, oh, okay, I'll fix that. So it, it was all <laughs> fine and dandy in the end. Um, but yeah, we can talk about. Uh, there is one place in the world uh, where there is sport, and it well, two places. Uh, Taiwan uh, started playing their uh, their baseball league the other day. If you go on Twitter, I'm sure you'll find uh, some some footage of it. Uh, there were no people in the stands, obviously, because you, you still want to abide, abide by the whole entire social distancing aspect. Oh, my God. Yeah. And also, like, I, I'm just wondering, like, at what point are people going to be allowed in the stands again? Because, like, I know... Uh, When there's a vaccine around, I'd say, but I'm no medical expert. Well, some people, well, like, I don't know, because, like, some people are saying, like, okay, in the summer, it might be better, because, like, the summer, like, you know, the, is not many people get sick in the summer because of the warmer weather and whatever, like, we should be more worried about, like, around, like, November and what, and stuff. But, like, it's really – it's one of those things where, like, it's really weird to gauge because we're literally finding out in real time. Like, we didn't even know until, like, when did the Olympics canceled? Like, a few weeks ago now? Really not that long ago, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, because we didn't know that much. And now I think, like, Dick Japan – Pound laid the hammer. Oh, he did. He laid all the pounds, all the dicks on the hammer, and it, it, it shot up sky high. Uh, but the good news is, uh, well, I should give, even though it's hard to find good news now, uh, basically streaming services are uh, making all the money in the world. I guarantee you Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu and Amazon Prime are probably raking in the big bucks because that's all you really have for entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting to... I'm still trying to find time to watch Tiger King. I'm probably going to watch it on Friday just because I'll be done everything. And I want to find out what the hell like people are talking about. Apparently, there people are already so messed up that there's apparently already Tiger King porn out there. I kid oh, you yeah. not, this is a thing. And I'm just like, well... I'm, you I'm, heard about that on the Steve Dangle podcast, didn't you? I did. 
because of course and then that was when jesse brought up that they should start uploading the podcast to pornhub which would have been hilarious if they do do that because imagine like you're just like you know you're you're doing things and then you know he's just like oh hey no, i was talking about hockey funny story i was listening to that to that pat to that podcast this uh like this morning at the like my mom wanted to had, had to go pick something up somewhere so I drove her, and I was like, what can I put on? Oh, I'll put on the Steve Dangle podcast, you know, there's you, nothing wrong in, with in, that. In the, in the car with her? Yeah. Or this is like when she was in there shopping, and you were, like, waiting in no, the no, car. No, 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 this, of course, it, they had that whole conversation right after <laughs> she gets back from, into the car from the store, and then it's just oh, like. Oh, nice. And it's like, it's like, really? <laughs> now this is like the first time they ever talk about that stuff and it's this at is this a, time right now this is why like i'm very like i have headphones in like almost all the time like i can't really listen to anything like out loud just because like, like some of the I've stuff i've listened that, like, to it in the car with 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 my mom before and it was just like okay yeah that okay like everything's fine and like she she gets a little interested in it sometimes too so and then just say, okay, I'll just play this in the card today. What what can go wrong? And then, pff. of course, <laughs> this goes wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like made. Uh, I remember one time uh, I was listening to. Uh, I had Spotify open on my computer, but I like closed my monitor and I was so tired I didn't realize that. Uh, I didn't realize that I still had music going. So playlist is on shuffle and uh, it played a song called uh, Family Reunion by Blink-182. And for those of you who don't know the song, it's literally, like, a minute-long, like, swear fest. Like, literally just every curse word in the in the whole English diction. So, you could just imagine my nice little Italian mom walking into my room and uh that song just blasts out and i just get this look of like what the hell is your problem and i'm just like well i didn't find it myself this is my this is my friends doing uh but that was i think like we found that song out when we were in like i think grade i think we were in grade eight and then we we figured it out and everyone started like oh my god that song is so funny blah 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 in reality we found it first and we were just like lol you are you're so uh you're yeah. late to the game there bud mm-hmm. also another thing we'll <laughs> talk about my friends being weird so we had a we got bored as as one does when you're in isolation and quarantine so we we did a remote uh cards against humanity uh a remote cards against humanity uh game which we might consider i'd consider doing that on our uh, on our podcast with cole and luke uh, just because it's a That'd good be fun. I just don't yeah. have the set, but oh, you could you could play it online. Like there's a oh, online, okay. there's that's what we did. We had we had an online copy that we just used, and it had like all of the like the expansion pack cards and all this other stuff. So we we had the, the stuff right. So I'm trying to get my my buddy to get on Skype, and like I love this guy, but like he's not exactly the most technologically gifted person. So. He goes, like, he makes the account, right? So I'm like, you know, what's the account name? He says his first name. I'm like, 
okay, no, what's what's the user? It says his first name twice. And I'm like, why would you put your first name twice? And he's just like, I don't know. That's what I put. So, like, I'm going back and forth with him. And then I eventually add him to the call, and he doesn't respond. So, like, oh, shit. Like, what's going on? Literally, he texts me. And he goes, how long are you guys going to be on for? So, I'm like, okay. You know, we'll probably be on for, like, maybe a few like a few hours or so. Probably get off at, like, this is, like, 1030 when he texted me. So, like, maybe, like, another hour or so. I'm like, why? When do you want to come on? He's like, uh, I'm, I'm talking to my girlfriend, so I don't know. I might get on at, like, you know, 3 o'clock, and I'm just like, dude, we're not going to be on anymore. And he's just like, oh, okay, that's fine. I, I'll just talk to her until 6 a.m. like I did last night. And I'm just like, wait, what? I'm like, uh, like, there's no, there's no way you could sell to me that you would talk to somebody till, like, 6 a.m. Like, that's unheard of. Like, that's like, I what? wouldn't be able to do that. I think the most I've ever stayed out to talk to somebody was like 3 a.m. But like 3 a.m. is like, okay, it's 3 a.m. until the insomnia kicks in. Because I'll sometimes wake up at like 4, thinking that it's 7. And I'll be like, oh, it's, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I'll, I'll look at my phone because I think it's 7 at that time. And I'll just like respond to people that text me at like midnight. And they respond to me like, yeah. why that? Why did you text me at 4 a.m.? And I'm like, it was 4 a.m.? Look back, and I'm just like, oh, shit, cool. Like, this is, this is something, uh, some cool things there. But, yeah, that's just my life in, in quarantine. Well, have you ever, like, you're, like, sleeping, but, you know, you have to wake up early for something the night before, and you're just, like, nervous that you're going to oversleep for whatever reason? So it's like every single hour, it's like your body just wakes up to check the time to make sure you haven't overslept. Yeah, that was that my, just me. That that was literally me today and Monday because I realized that I had an exam and I was like, shit, I don't know what time it's at. So then they sent me an email and they're like, okay, it's gonna be at like you know ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, whatever. So I'm like literally like telling myself while I'm falling asleep, okay, wake up at this time, wake up at this time, and I literally I, I roll over, I look at my clock, and it's like eight and i'm like okay maybe i'll sleep a little bit more and like i'll i'll lay down i'll put my head on the pillow and i'm like okay enough time has passed i'll look at the clock again like eight like eight ten and i'm just like really 10 minutes only that so like it's just a constant pattern of of that um yeah i know yeah yeah. the one good thing i will say and then you're just constantly waking up checking the time yeah, I, I mean, the one good thing I will say about, like, doing school assignments and, and, and uh, exams is it gives me a reason to, like, wake up and do something because it's not like I'm just, you know, doing nothing. Like, I can just, like, I can finish my semester and be, you know, productive with my life. But yeah. literally, like, Wednesday or Thursday is my last one, and, like, I'm going to write it, and I'm going to be like, okay, what do I do now? Because, like, I literally will have nothing to do. Like, I've gotten to the point where, like, I've, I've I dug up my GameCube, and I'm trying to figure out a way to hook it up, but it doesn't have RCA, so I might just move it to my room and, like, hook up the RCA well, box. Well, what I did, what I did with my N64, we got this just as, like, quarantine, like, hasn't really, like, officially began yet, so we went to Walmart and bought it. 
RCA to HDMI cord. So it's like one side of it is connects to the RCA, has all those like different colored wires, and then and then you can hook it up to like HDMI. So if you can order one online, see that's the thing. I've been been meaning to like kind of order stuff online because like that's the best way to to get things now. Because like I'm not gonna go to like friggin' Walmart. Cause like I like the Walmart that's close to me. That's like it's like right before you get onto the to the 404. Like it's packed. Like I'm talking like literally line up outside the door. And like one of my friends, she was smart about this. What she did is I think her and her sister went to Walmart because mm-hmm. they live like relatively close. And uh, they went. They ran in. Her sister bought a switch. And then she's like, well, I guess I have something to do during quarantine. And I'm like, you bitch, give me one. And she's just like, that was the last one. And I'm like, shit, what am I going to do now? Because they're not not making anymore. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to like find my own entertainment. And like what I, what I tend to do is um, this is like, I did this a lot when I was in high school. I think I mentioned it before was I would go on like websites like Jet Punk and Sporkle or like you just do all those like quizzes and stuff, or like you just t- like you try and name all the the things before time runs out. So like I'll just do that with like baseball and and hockey a lot. I think I did it with hockey too, and like I'll always beat myself up like, oh shit, why didn't I get that answer? Because like I think what was the one that I forgot? What was the one name that I forgot that like? Oh, I forgot Danny Heatley because I f- literally forgot who he was. That's how relevant he was. Danny Heatley All Star. Yeah, Danny Heatley, one-time All-Star, and then, like, didn't he, like... Wasn't he a domestic season? Yeah. No. What did he... He got arrested for he, something. He got... No, he got into a car accident oh. back when he was on Atlanta and, like, the... What was his name? I feel bad not knowing the guy who, who died in the crash, his name. He was also on Atlanta, on the Atlanta Thrashers. And oh, yeah, then, and, then he, and, and then he killed... He killed somebody else that was in the car car crash too i think i think it was three people that died yeah yeah i don't think i, I, was, remember that I don't think Heatley was impaired or anything like that well because i don't think he got like an actual criminal sentencing for it so oh, he, he obviously yeah. wasn't like it's just it's an unfortunate occurrence it's weird when you look at um a lot of like the like past players and you look at like their or past or even present players and you look at, like, their stories and whatnot. Some of them are, like, are pretty messed up. Like, I'm sure you know the Bobby Ryan story by now. Yeah, like, they his, actually his showed that, like, I think it was last week on Sportsnet. Or, no, yeah, it was on they, Sportsnet's YouTube page. Yeah, they it. post – They, I know that I, – I knew it was uh, pre-tape because, unfortunately, his mom passed, I think uh, – I think it was 2018, 2017 or 2018, his mom passed away of, of cancer. So that's why I kind of – realized hey it isn't necessarily present day but dude it's messed up like his dad like literally just like it's it reminds me of like insane hockey dad with like have you ever watched the movie goodfellas you know like the Uh, yeah a long time ago yeah it's like the beginning of the movie when like uh ray Liotta's character like his dad used to like beat him up all the time it's kind of like it was a mixture of that it was like a insane I don't want to say insane, but it was like a like a dr- drunken up dude 
who would just come home after literally taking his son to hockey games and then just like beating his wife and like his wife stayed with him and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is this is new. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, the best was um, was Brian Burke saying like, oh, I, I tried my hardest to hate this kid, but like I just couldn't. Which by the mm-hmm. way, Brian Burke had the best quote. I don't, I didn't hear it, but you know how like you have you have the score on your phone, right? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, is this about uh? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Yakupov. Yeah, so Brian Burke, who always has a good quote in, in hockey, um, mm-hmm. so he, he I think he was, talk, he was talking about the, the 2012 draft, which for every hockey fan knows the, was the fail for nail draft, uh, and he literally talked and said that Yakupov had the, quote, worst combine interview of anybody that was at the draft. Which like I don't even know why like it was was it just English was it like he was immature I I, I don't know what it was because I need to actually like listen to the interview or I don't know if like he elaborated on it but like that's hilarious though just imagine like Brian Burke just saying like oh I don't like it. The interview was bad I don't I don't think this guy really knows what he's talking about when in reality you look at like Brian Burke actually I don't know. okay. This is an unrelated question, but since he was related to Toronto, I have to ask it. Was did Brian Burke ever do like horrible drafting? I think his draft record was still pretty solid throughout his career. You know what I mean? Draft. He drafted. He he drafted the Audrey. cities. Yeah, I'm talking about in general, like his whole. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Leafs. Oh no, the Leafs. He's made some boneheaded picks. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I know he he. Drafted the Sedines. He drafted Kessler in 03. Um, he drafted Bobby Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think of who else he drafted. Um, yeah, he drafted Kadri, like you said. Um, okay, he here we go. Riley? So, uh, he drafted He did. Okay, so here's... Actually, his... Here, uh, shout out to the leaksnation.com. I actually have all of Brian Burke's uh, draft history in the first round, at least. So here are uh, the names are actually pretty darn good for the most part. So the first one was Chris Pronger in '93 with the Hartford Whalers, going number two overall. So good start. He was drafted by the Whalers. Yeah, man. Brass Bonanza with Chris Pronger, which by the way, no, actually no. Actually, yeah, Chris Pronger was kind of... He never played a game with them then, I don't think. I want to say he didn't. I'll, have to, I'll check that in a second. Um, So, yeah, he drafted Chris Pronger. Then he drafted the Sedins, which... I mean, come on. Bust pick right there. Uh, Drafted Nathan Smith in 2000. Not really I, sure who that is. That sounds like, like a, a creative player name. Yeah. Uh, like the default see. name when you make your EA, EASHL pro. He played 26 games in his NHL career and has not scored a single point. Oh, nice. That's kind of sad though, because like the guy had like pretty good seasons with uh with the in the WHL. So at the time, I understand why they picked him. He had a 90 point, or no, he was picked in yeah he was picked in 2000, and then in his second last year of junior, he had 90 points. 28 goals, 62 assists, and then he had 60 points in 50 and 47 games 
signed with the AHL, went up and down. Okay, so at the time, the pick was good, but he was probably mismanaged. Uh, then 2001 was RJ Umberger, which I forgot that that guy existed. He had, like, a pretty solid career, but... I remember he had that horrible run with the Flyers where, like, I think he went a full year without scoring a goal. Yeah. I think he, or I think he scored one. I can't even remember, but, like, I remember that was a meme. Cause I just used to remember him because I used to make fun of his name a lot in, like, elementary school. What was the tr- – did he get tra- – I forget what he got traded – who he got traded for. I know he got traded from Columbus to uh, to Philly. I can't remember what the trade was. I'll, to, I'll, I'll search that up in a second. Um, then Ryan Kessler in 2003, which I think by far – I don't – is 2003 the best draft of all time, arguably? Like, no. I think like, I think everybody thinks it is because, like, it's, it's deep. It? Oh, it's deep. Especially oh, yeah. the first round. Oh, my God. I think, like, yeah, like, Marc-Andre Fleury, Eric Stahl, Nathan Horton, like, Getzlaff, Seabrook. Leafs legend Nathan Horton. <laughs> yeah, he's – how much do you want to bet, like, if he had more time on his career? Imagine, like, his, his back issue just, like, was healed now, and he's just like, hey, I want to play hockey again. Like I, I, I want that to be the case. Boomer, not in a, Boomer Leafs Nation would absolutely love him. I think okay, if Nathan Horton was uh like 2011-2012 Nathan Horton and we traded David Clarkson for him, I I would have been in love because the Leafs would have been the, arguably the best team because they have that guy that can throw the body and play that physical game and and that was Horton's game which it kind of screwed with him a little bit, but, uh, you know, such is life. Um, then, of course, he drafted Bobby Ryan in 2005. 2006, he drafted Mark Matera. I don't remember that name. I don't name. know who that is. Uh, in 2007, he drafted Logan McWilliam, which that name does ring a bell. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Andrew McWilliam. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a Marley's player? Yeah, there was. Um, then, okay, then obviously... From 2009 or 2008 to 2011, we we know everybody. Uh, 2008 was Jake Gardner. Uh, 09 was Kadri. Oh, 2011 was good old Tyler Biggs. Nice. She traded was, him for for Hyman. No, I don't think we traded. No, we didn't trade for Hyman. Oh. We traded we traded Greg McKay for for Zach. Oh McKay, I always get I don't, traded, all those all those least process never worked out. They're all the same person to me. T- Tyler Biggs went the other way in the Phil Kessel deal. I remember oh. that because it was literally you could argue the least traded two first round picks in exchange for two first round picks because they got Kappen and who was a first round pick and an actual first round pick which they didn't use. Uh, but it's okay because I I, I like Freddie Anderson. Um, and then the last pick was Stuart Percy, which I don't know is Stuart Percy like the one player I was like really hoping would work out. I remember he was like highly touted. He was like, and even like when he had like a little bit with, uh, he had like a little bit of time with the Leafs, like he was really good. Um, and then obviously like injuries and he was mismanaged and then he was kind of down on the, in the Marley system and they just kind of untendered him because they're like, well, we have all these other players now that are even younger. Now he's playing in, he's played a few games in Belleville, but that's it. He hasn't really done much this year. 
but he's 26. Now that, now that you mentioned the Phil Kessel trade, do you ever think about um, so do you ever think about what a line of Austin Matthews with Phil Kessel and Mitch Marner on his wings would look like? Not gonna lie, I think to be honest, Kyle Dubas might have thought of it at one point because I think at the, at the same time, like Dubas seems to be like really, really chill, and like if if, if okay, I don't know if Phil was a pain in the ass. I'd like to think he wasn't. I don't think he was. Yeah, I think he was just a guy who was misunderstood. Misunderstood. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure he probably like. Got, didn't get along with some people, but like you're not gonna like all of your teammates. Exactly. I mean, at least he didn't do what certain Blackhawks players did and apparently sleep with each other's wives. Or, That's a thing. I, that was a thing. There was a rumor. It's like you remember that rumor back in 2015 when uh, there was that rumor that uh, Lupo like slept with Benoff's wife or something like that. Oh yeah, and that's why he got traded away or something. No, no, I don't. Think, not traded away, or like that's why he just kind of got like sh- sent to the moon, but still in <laughs> loophole no, that is. I, well, actually, I don't know. I think well, that that was kind of like water under the bridge. I think like with with the Blackhawks, I think there was something with like Patrick Sharp, and like I think like he like hooked up with like I think Duncan Keith's wife or something like that. I don't know for sure because I'm not. This was like a long time ago, and it was like just hearsay. Because like, we, we don't really find out a lot about hockey, like, players. Like, we know that, like, we'd argue that hockey players are arguably, like, the the shittiest when, like, getting girlfriends in terms of, like, not wanting them. But, I mean, we don't know what goes and on. And when they do, it's they all look the exact same. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, especially, like, there was one – actually, no, I, was, I, don't, I don't even know what I was going to say. But, yeah, like, that was the reason I think, like, Sharp – like, they won their third Stanley Cup. And, like, that was one of the reasons why people said that they got split apart. But, like, they didn't realize that there was a thing called the salary cap. And, like, they had a nice little Russian player called Artemi Panarin that they just signed. Which, yeah. looking, looking back, Panarin – Panarin and Kane on the same wing was unfair. Imagine then, if those and then, two and then they traded Kane. Panarin for Brendan Sod. Oh, I think that was arguably the worst trade that uh that Stan Bowman. Apparently Dylan Strom is available, which I don't know why, because he actually turned into a really good forward when he was in Chicago, but I guess because of budgetary reasons they can't keep him. Which I yeah. don't know. That's uh. Dylan Strom, I'm, I'm glad that the Leafs didn't get Dylan Strom. Because, I don't know, I like Marner better. Even though, like, can you imagine, like, the center core of, like, Strom, Matthews, and, uh, well, Kadri before he got traded. Something along those lines. Um, but, yeah, that's, that, that's all fictitious because... Speaking all- of uh, former Leafs players... Uh, Christopher Stieg apparently retired today. Oh, I forgot about that. Dude, I remember the trade deadline. Um, I was watching, I I was flipping between both uh, Sportsnet and TSN because I think, you know, everyone kind of, well, I don't want to say everyone does that. Everyone's like on the divide of the two stations, but I'm like, I don't know. I like both. 
So I, I, I was really hoping... Care. There's people I like and don't like on each. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's to each his own at both. So I remember mm-hmm. they had... Um, they had Christopher Stieg on the Sportsnet broadcast. And I can't remember the woman who was talking to him. It might have been... No, I don't know who it was. It, it might have been Christine Simpson. I don't know for sure. But... She was just, she looked at him and she's just like, you know a lot about the trade deadline, don't you? And he's just like, yeah, I've been, I've been everywhere. Which I think like if you look at Christopher Stieg for his entire career, he's been on, I want to say how many teams he's been on. Well, off the top of my head, I know that he's obviously been on the Blackhawks, Leafs, and Flames are the only ones I really remember him on. Okay, so here are the teams that he's been on. So he was with the Blackhawks, then he got traded to Toronto, then he got traded to Philly, then he got traded to Florida, then he went to Florida, then he went back to Chicago, then he went to Carolina, then he went to LA, and then he went to Calgary, and then he went to play in the KHL in Sweden, and uh, then he retired. So that's Christopher Steve. Also, the guy's 33. I'm surprised he's retired that early because you could still. You can still do something at 33, man. Like, there's some players that would want him. Yeah, like Ovechkin and Crosby are all going to... Ovechkin might already be 33, no? Ovechkin, yeah. Ovechkin's like 33, 34. Um, But just to paint the picture on Chris Prestige, he was traded seven times over the course of his career. Now, what was that trade from where we traded him to the Flyers? Oh, I was actually just about to talk about that. So, well, what happened was is we got Christopher Stieg along with Bill Sweet or Sweat. Remember Bill Sweat? I don't. No, I don't. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like a made-up, uh, like, a fighting game, like, create a character name. Uh, yeah. So they traded, they traded him for Philippe Paradis, who was a Leafs legend, Christy Domenico, who I think is a Sen or a Av, I can't remember exactly, and Victor Stahlberg. Um, which I don't know. Victor Stolberg. I forgot that Victor Stolberg was a Leaf. Like for the longest I time, him. mostly on the Marlies. He had one good season of forty points, and then he was like kind of a, a fringe player. I mean, he's doing good, and he's doing good in Sweden, so that's good for him. And someone just sped down my street. I don't know if you caught it on the on recording, but yeah. People are people are stunt driving now. It's hilarious. Oh, like, is yeah, there nothing else to do that you literally just want to like stunt drive and shit? Like, come on. Um. So yeah, getting back to the Christopher Steeg trade, that stupid douche in his like car sidetracked me. The two picks, first and third round picks, were Stuart Percy and Josh Levo, who mm-hmm. ironically, I'm pretty sure Mike Babcock hated both. Because, you know, reasons. For Babcock reasons, which is just probably, I don't like the way you comb your hair or some shit like that. Here's here's a question that I wanted to ask. Like, I I was going to, I should have asked this. It makes me, like, kick myself that we didn't start this sooner. Because if we started this back in, like, uh, when did Babcock get fired? November? Like, it would have been perfect because then we could have talked about it. But here's the question that I wanted to say. Is Did we, as members of Toronto and the media, overhype Mike Babcock to the highest degree and overpraise him? 
to the point where his ego literally like grew exponentially. I think so. Like, what was he marketed as? He's marketed as, oh, the guy who's gonna, he's the answer. He's gonna bring us, bring us the cup. He's the best coach in the league. Which I, I'm not of that. I was not of that opinion like two years ago anymore. Even after that. What I, mean, I think, like, when I finish your point, and then I'll, I'll say mine. Yeah, or like even before that, when I just saw like how he like misuses like almost everybody all the time, and like. And like how stubborn he is, and apparently yeah. Red Wings, Red Wings fans were warning us about that before we even signed him, and I, I just thought like, oh yeah, whatever. But, it's weird because like you know coaches like we look at coaches that have like such a mainly I find this in hockey they have like such a big like pedigree because they win so much like Babcock won like a cup, two gold medals, a World Cup, seven hundred games and then now obviously comes out like oh by the way he was kind of a piece of shit and also like look at like the teams that he coached to like all those accolades like i could have been behind the bench and won just about as much as he has i mean yeah and i think also like i think because the leafs had a record of, of hiring coaches that were unproven and none of them really won. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, when was the last, like, Leaf coach that they had that won a Stanley Cup? Was it was it Pat Burns? He didn't win a cup with the Leafs, but he won the cup later with the Devils. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, yeah, because he was, yeah, because he coached the Habs, then he went to the Leafs, and then and he ended up later in New Jersey. But, like, that's the last Leaf that I think, like, won a cup. Like, Pat Quinn got close, which I'm pissed that he didn't, because, like, those teams deserved to go far. Especially early like, 2000s Leafs teams, yeah. I Looking back, like, the Sens, like, the reason why we hated the Sens, because they were really underrated. Like, Sens were really good back in, like, the early 2000s. I like how they were better than the Leafs every year. The Leafs played them almost in those Battle of Ontarios, and the Leafs just won every single one of those series. I think, uh, I'm trying to, like, paraphrase, because, like, I'm not a Sens fan. I know people in my friend group that are Sens fans. But, like, you know, now I, I kind of put it together, and I'm like, maybe this is why. It's kind of like how, uh, you know, Minnesota Twins fans hate the New York Yankees because they literally kill the Yankees every time. Or it's like how, um, like, San Jose Sharks fans hate the Kings because the Kings were always worse than them and yet they they just sucked but then again the Sharks are always the team that you know looks to be good but then just kind of sucks disappointment after disappointment you can but say like, yeah and like looking at the Leafs like coaching staff or even like going up to that point like any Toronto coaching staff no one really had like a really big like pro resume of winning like championships except for Babcock like Ron Wilson I think he like just went to the conference final once because I know he was with the Sharks and he was in the playoffs a couple years and uh I can't remember what else there was it was uh what was I thinking yeah it was like he was with the Leafs for I think like three years and he never won a playoff series. Um, Paul Maurice, I guess you could argue, is like the best coach now because he's 
coached in Winnipeg and like he's made the playoffs with his team. Finally has a goalie. Um, but like who like Randy Carlisle, like he wasn't really good. Okay, yeah, he won a Stanley Cup, but like everyone soured on him really quickly. I think is hockey still stuck in the past when it comes to like people that have like a really good resume? I say this all the time. Hockey is the least innovative sport to exist. It's just like it, it's just like a rotation of like the same 35 to 40 guys. And it's like, oh, you're next. Oh, you're next. It's like, it's like how many times has like a coach got to fail before it's like he gets put out of that rotation? Like, how many more times is Peter Chiarelli going to get hired? I think, honest to God, like the NHL is literally just a bunch of rich guys who want to give their friends jobs and will sell them out once they struggle. Like, I don't know if you read uh, like reports yesterday that apparently like the league wants to look at maybe extending the or you know delaying the season until you know November at the latest for next year, yeah, um, which yeah. means that it would end in July. Like it's just really weird. Like I understand like maybe you want like you know the only way that would work is if you shorten the season next year by like seventy eight games or whatever and also like one thing probably that i more. have to yeah i probably. probably need like a 60 game season or something yeah because like the lockout short season had what 48 49 yeah which so, honestly yeah, so, i'd be fine with that like yeah in my head I'm, I'm thinking like as a casual hockey fan like okay if you say i know like we're literally like learning every day that like sports franchises want to come back but say the season doesn't resume until, you know, June at this point. You have the last, you know, the, the seasons could still end by, you know, August at that rate. But you would like the reason why they're they're looking at these is because they don't want to go straight into the playoffs, which I understand. But like, if you can't have those games, then why have those games? Like, if you physically can't, like, there's, like, what, 12 games left, 13 games left? Yeah. Something along those lines. And, like, the thing is, is that, okay, I understand, like, I'm trying to put myself in, you know, teams that are, like, on the fringe of being out of the playoffs, primarily the Florida Panthers, which, if if the season does resume, they can just have fans go into their stadium, no problem, because, you know, it's Florida. There's no way that they can sell out that stadium but even still okay you play 13 games left what are you going to do when it comes to travel you know right now like the way that it is right now i don't see it i'm like i'm with drew dowdy because drew dowdy said yesterday i don't see the season coming back i'm with drew dowdy and in my head like the next season might hit hard for a lot of teams like imagine for example next year for like uh, you know i was picking up we were picking on the sharks earlier what if we go to the sharks we jump to next year brett burns 36 mark edward vlasic you know 34 um you know other you know joe thornton if they bring him back 41 42 well what i was what i was thinking about 
is um what i was thinking about is um like, like contracts and stuff like especially like like uh especially like teams who traded like made like big trades for people to trade deadline to try to make a run at it like the islanders trading a first for for peugeot which shouldn't have happened to begin with but no it could have been it was possible that it was going to be two firsts or something with the conditions yeah. if i remember well yeah. at least at least with that trade you know with with getting at peugeot. least they got him for eight years after but, right but yeah like, like, more I'm, like I'm the trying, other like for example the like other ones uh, where they couldn't yeah, like Marlowe, like Patrick Marlowe for a third. Like, I know it's a third-round pick, but... No, but also, face- so, like, I kind of feel bad for Patrick Marlowe, too, because, like, knows how many years he has left, and he went to, like, a contender. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure the guy... Like, the thing is, is that Marlowe's skating isn't going to decline. It's just his offensive capabilities are going to start to decline. Even mm-hmm. though, like, this year he was, like, a fringe bottom six forward which I would not pay $625 million for. Yeah. But I think the biggest losers, okay, like the Panthers, you know who I think the biggest losers of this stoppage is? And I'm going to go ahead and say it, the Boston Bruins. And the reason why is because if the season is canceled, which, okay, let's be honest, Gary Bettman does not want to cancel the season. Because They'll cancel it the day after the NBA cancels theirs because the NHL will never make a decision for itself. That and also the NHL is losing enough money as it is. If they lose this season, they are screwed in terms of revenue because not only are they lo- – like that's the reason why they're trying to, to be optimistic. It's not for the fans. It's not for – No, it's, a, uh, it's all a business thing. Yeah, it's literally – we don't want to lose more money than we are anticipating. Because I think they said the cap was going to go up to $84 million. Now it might go lower. I don't know what the cap implications are. I have, to, I have to do a little bit of research on that. Maybe some people know something that we don't. But, like, it's really, really friggin' weird. And the thing is, is that, in my opinion, the team with the best record gets screwed the most. And the Boston Bruins have the best record in the NHL. Which I find that the Bruins have these weird seasons. Like 2013, they went to the cup final. Granted, they lost in game six and not game seven, but they had a horrible collapse, which <laughs> we fans talking about collapse to Boston. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but like, you know, they, they do that in 2013. 2014, they win the President's Trophy. And then Montreal's like, yeah, okay, we'll beat you in six games. This year, after losing the cup final last year in 2019, they're the best team in hockey. And now lo and behold, they just decide, Oh, season's gone. So much bigger cup. No, but not even that. Like a lot of their core players are just beginning a year older. I, I like, was thinking, I was thinking I know, about this. No, go ahead first. Yeah. Like Marchand is on the wrong side of 30. I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, he's, he's still doing really good. Still doing really well, but like that's just like another like playoff run, like just like that you won't have with him, and like in his prime, like that's one of his prime years gone, especially one of his later prime years. No matter how much I hate him, um, <laughs> uh, like Chara is another like core piece. Like what is he already? Forty two. Uh, like, he is. He's forty three. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. So yeah, forty three, and like gone, like season gone. Bergeron is what like. Bergeron's pushing 
Bergeron's 34, pushing 35, which can I just say, he's the only guy that like I've seen that has a career year at age like 33 in hockey. Like, okay, in, in baseball, you can have a career year at 33 and, and you know, 36 or whatever. Baseball, like, when you're like 33, you have like another four years left. <laughs> right, exactly. And, you know, well, I mean, baseball is a less grueling sport on the body, but still. Yeah. Bergeron literally was always like a 50, 60 point guy. He had 70 points a few times. He had 79 last year and he played only 65 games. This guy, in my honest opinion, like a fine wine. Yeah. Honest to God, like if I were to pick any player on the Bruins over the last few years even though actually wait did tim thomas ever go into the hockey hall of fame i don't know if he did i don't know if tim thomas did i don't think aside, he is a aside from like tim thomas like patrice bergeron's a first ballot hall of famer 99 percent of the time because mm-hmm. he's just so good and like that's the one that's i think one of the reasons why leaf fans hate him so much is because he's so freaking good he is literally like hockey jesus i would argue just because he's literally like nothing he, he can do everything to near perfection he's also the only player on the bruins that i can tolerate yeah well i mean like okay they've obviously like they've traded for more players that are slightly less bad like they trade like i don't have a problem with like andre kasha or like no i just Nick- i just hate that the bruins are able to get him and other teams are helping them out <laughs> Oh, for sure, yeah. I, I find but, it funny how one thing that I was gonna laugh at was um, I remember Don Sweeney when he made the trade for when he traded away Dougie Hamilton and Milan Lucic, and I'm just like, wait, what the hell are you doing? And now I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, aside from Dougie Hamilton, maybe he knew something that we didn't know with Lucic, and uh, lo and behold, um, he, he yeah, he was right. Lucic is uh, is pretty, he's pretty not good, to say the least. He's not good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, nothing is literally going on. Well, I guess should we talk about the? Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, Florida. Oh yes, we should talk about Florida. So yesterday. You know, since since Florida's handling this whole COVID situation to the fullest degree of professionalism, we have to talk about how they feel a certain organization. You know, when you when you think of essential business, you think of you know okay, grocery stores, um, you know, uh, hospital workers, healthcare workers, doctors, you know, law you enforcement people that work for services that help you in your everyday life that you depend on which leads us to and joey will break this because it is so friggin hilarious and obviously sports is one of those things that you need to depend on because reasons yeah just literally just reasons you don't even need to justify it according to the state of florida they have now deemed sports an essential service, and there is no way to possibly live without them, which, trust me, as much as I love sports and would love them to come back, that ain't it. 
it's the number one thing that you should probably and like why would you make it why would you deem it an essential service when all of the leagues are basically shut down yeah it's it's almost like literally okay let's go ahead and make everything okay oh shit nothing's going on right now well we tried sorry folks you gotta blame you gotta blame sports like literally where people and players will be like sweating on top of each other and just breathing all over each other and it's literally the worst thing to be doing the worst thing to be doing right now is playing a contact sport right which of course leads us to what the florida governor believes is essential in by deeming of all organizations in the world which was surprised that he didn't that they didn't go ahead and deem another service uh you know essential but we'll, we'll come to that in a second but of all things in the world the florida governor has has deemed the wwe as an essential service to the public and i mean life without wwe is a life not worth living I mean, of course. And, like, okay, here's, the, here's the, the first thing that I said. I sent it to my cousin, and I'm just like, how much do you want to bet Dana White gets pissed off within the next two days? Because they have this whole elaborate plan of... You know what? I respect oh, Dana White for what he wanted to do. It's still... I think, to be honest, like, I, Dana I, White... I respect Dana White as a businessman from a financial, like, perspective. Well, from an ethical perspective, he's a dick. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. 100%. No, like, there's, like, UFC fighters that he will not give, like, title shots to. No matter how much they deserve it. Or, like, they really got to, like, fight tooth and claw for, like, title fights. Just because he has some personal vendetta against them. Or whatever. But then he's also... But then you could argue Dana White's a hypocrite. Because there was the whole McGregor bus incident. And he was pissed off. And he's like... You know, Connor's not welcome here anymore, and blah blah blah. Yeah, but then he realized how much money Connor makes the UFC, so then he's just like, never mind. (laughs) And not just that, he books the friggin' fight between him and Khabib, where you could argue that was the biggest fight, arguably bigger than the Floyd Mayweather that Floyd Mayweather fight in the form. Well, definitely the follow made it that way. Oh God, yeah. Literally, it was probably and, the best. And Dana ending. White loved every second of that, except for the fact that he had to like ban the two to have a rematch, which I think they're probably gonna have. I be- I guarantee you the be- the first MMA fight that will happen with fans in the UFC probably okay. Say this whole entire no, thing. No, it's gonna be. Over. I know where you're going, but I don't. I oh, don't. okay, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Ferguson versus Khabib first. Yeah, because that was that the one that was has been canceled five times now. Yeah, what's gonna happen is it's gonna work the same way that like wrestling style works, where two guys fight, one guy wins, next guy who didn't fight will fight the winner. It's like doing a typical tournament. It's like you know when you play, um, like when I was a kid, I used to play like Super Smash Bros. Uh, on the GameCube. And you had the tournament mode that I used to play all the time, where it's like two people used to play each other, one person would have a buy, and then you'd go ahead and play them, or something like that. It, it would basically be like that, except like this is the this isn't the final boss. Like Khabib versus McGregor is the final boss. 
Like yeah. I just I guarantee you if you want the economy to boom in terms of an entertainment standpoint, you have that fight. Above anything, you have both of those fights. And I think that's why Dana White's like, I want to make the economy better again by having this fight. Like, I don't know. If I were to have a sit-down conversation with Dana White, first of all, he would he would he would take all the the exp- care of all the expenses because you know, guy's loaded. But I just want to sit down with him and I'm just going to be like, what what do you think about things that are going on? I won't agree. I won't disagree. I just want to know for my own personal well-being. Pete, that that question, I kind of dozed off for a second. Oh, I I just said – I was just talking about how, like, I would want to, you know, have dinner with Dana White and just, like, ask him, like, non-biasedly, like, what his opinion on, like, the world is and just, like, listen to him being like, okay, okay, that's very wrong. I would do that with another member of the UFC world and do that with Joe Joe Rogan. It's funny because Joe Rogan like literally said like basically like screw UFC, I'm not going to go and and uh commentate their fights cuz like I don't want to die, which he's smart. But also Joe Rogan realizes that like the UFC didn't make him. Like he was Joe Rogan before the UFC like really boomed. Yeah, he was the host of Fear Factor. Yeah, he was the host of Fear Factor. He was doing stand-up. Like, the guy had a good living, and he still has a good living for me. He could leave UFC tomorrow. Which he probably have, well, he has the most popular podcast in the world. Exactly, yeah. Like, he'll literally talk to anybody and, and everybody. Like, the guy mm-hmm. the guy is going to be fine. But, yeah, I, I would like to have a conversation with Joe Rogan because, I mean, the dude, the dude means well. Like the, oh, he seems like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, weird voice crack aside, but like, yeah, I, I would, I would like to have a conversation with the uh, with the man. Um, mm-hmm. but I have a theory. Well, like, okay, it's not a theory, but there's a reason why wrestling is still going on right now, and it's because the XFL filed for bankruptcy. And considering the fact that they needed this year to make or break it. The second initial launch of the XFL, which uh, Luke on our other podcast was very, very interested with, and me and Joey were kind of just like, eh, like, you know, it, it's a thing. I think I watched a total of 30 seconds of the XFL. I watched highlights and like, okay, I understand this could, this could be pretty good. Yeah, I think I this was too, and like, the thing is with like a sports league, like no matter how you try to market it. Or, like, what you try to do to separate it from, like, the other competing league is, is if the talent isn't there, I don't think people are going to care. And I think also, like, you know, with the amount of football that's on, like, you sit through, what, football's, what, September to February? Yeah. Already, that's, that's quite a big chunk. Like, that's literally almost half of the year taken up for football. Yeah, like, it's six, a long season. So you have six months worth of that, and then you want to have, like, what, two or three months worth of the XFL? Like, it's just too much football. Like, you need to have a break. Like, okay, yeah. if you if you were going to give me, like, hockey for, um, what was it? Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. 
Uh, like if you were going to give me hockey like for a full calendar year, I don't know if I'd want that. I'd like, lose I, interest. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to have like friggin' games go like instead of 82? Are you going to have like 162? Like, come on. No, I'd lose interest. Like, how there's always that part of like the MLB season where you kind of just like lose interest for like a little bit and then you're back into it once the playoff rates races start to form. Oh, for sure. That that's that's like you said before. It's literally June and July. Like, yeah, it's the dead and even April. You could argue. No, April is fun because it's like you see like it's back and you like have all that pent up excitement for like baseball and stuff you know and then you just like so it's like almost like you can't get enough of it and then kind of goes into may a little bit may and then but like not really and like june and july are just like ugh. yeah i think it's also one of those things where like you can't have too much things but like again like this is the way of of god saying you want to do more of one thing no you you go to your corner but like, and also, like, I think, yeah, like contact sports should be outlawed for now, because of the, and especially in America. Like, look, at, I, I just pulled up the the worldometer right now. Like, the states have twenty two thousand new cases. I mean, they had twenty six thousand yesterday, but also twenty six was the final number. This is like four o'clock now, and we're still finding out more. So like. I don't see anything happening anytime soon, especially like with the only way to make it come faster is if you deem it a non-essential service. So everybody will stay the hell home. Exactly. Like, don't they realize that they're screwing themselves with this? I've come to this, like numb my brain of anything Florida does because I don't think Florida has ever done an intelligent thing in their lives. Yeah, I think Florida Florida was kind of like the, the state where no one really, like, complained about things, which was hilarious. And it was also, like, it was kind of like with, uh, with the, uh, the universities and uh, colleges in, in Canada, where, like, I think Western in London was the first one to, like, shut down. And then, and then everybody like, ev- just everyone was, like, everyone was, like, bitching. They're like, oh, my God, you know, they're shutting down. Why can't we shut down? Blah, blah, blah. And then literally two days later, they're like, yeah, we're doing that, like, now. Like, yeah. before it gets worse. Which, like, it's a good thing that they did, because, like, I mean, Canada, I don't know, like, I think Ontario's got, like, I think, like, 500 cases that are new. No, we're in the, like, 5,000. Oh, no, it's, oh, no, oh, I meant, I meant, like, Ontario, like, in general. Like, in terms of, like, yeah. New cases. New cases today. I think they've only gotten like a couple hundred. Oh, in terms of new cases today. Yeah. yeah. Quebec's really bad, which I'm hoping that they stabilize soon. But like, I don't know. The two mm-hmm. models that I'm looking at are, are Italy and, uh, and South Korea. South Korea is like already like back to normal, basically. Yeah. Well, their, their baseball league started as well. And they have commentators in a studio doing the game from there to practice social distancing yeah they're watching the game like us and and commentating that way which i mean if sports do come back earlier with nobody in the stand that's a perfect way to do it like i don't think like the commentators already are like (laughs) like watching it from like a bird's eye view 
the game. So it's like, what's the difference if you just do it from a from a monitor? Exactly. Yeah. Like they already have monitors in the booth, so you know, yeah. if, if it ain't broke. But uh, exactly. yeah, it's uh, it's pretty weird, especially like uh, like when you text your friends and you're just like, so what the hell are you doing? And they're like, literally nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, like- uh, it's hard, but the best way to describe it is if you want baseball, you go and watch the MLB, the show streams, because at least the players are fun. I want to see Bo Bichette homering as himself, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. homering three times as himself. That's that was cool. Fun. Also, like, see, I yeah, love- at least at least like the league, especially like the MLB is getting creative, like. Also, why is it the NHL doing anything like that? Like they, they keep. It makes too like, much. They want to. It would make so much money for them, like because people well, are like so deprived of stuff, and like people will watch it, and like imagine having like something like that, and then like hosted by somebody like Nasher, who like does like interviews with the players as like they're playing or whatever. I think it's also like I would watch that. Not many players, like I remember, like especially like when you look at like uh, some of like the hockey players are streaming. Like, I know, like, Zach Hyman was streaming, like, a week or two ago. I think he still might be, too. Um, Mitch Marner was streaming yesterday. He was streaming uh, He was streaming COD. Um, and the thing is, is, like, the reason why they do those games is because they realize, like, everyone's playing, like, Fortnite and Call of Duty. And, like, a lot of people are playing the show and, and 2K and all that shit. No one's playing NHL. Well, NHL kind of sucks. It kind of does, exactly. And, like... I mean, I'd say this is kind of a hypocrite because I buy it every year, but, like, you know, it, it the only reason why I get it is because, like, you know, you could play it during the season, you know. It, like, they're, I will say this. They are doing a little bit more with the game, like, with threes and ones and all this other stuff. Well, but I like, notice a lot of, like, the NHL players, like, if they do play NHL, they do threes. So why not do a threes tournament or get them all in a bracket of ones together? And also, like, what was real? Also, can I just point out why did the NBA? Like, I don't want to make the show too long, but why did the NBA do a horse challenge? Like horse. I didn't even watch that. I heard it was like not that good. Like that. That's so. Of all things to do, horse really? Like, come on. Like you might as well. Okay, I get they're kind of trying to like be creative because like a lot of like. The, the boomer fans are going to be like, man, what the hell is this video game shit? I don't know what it is. Which, like, okay, true. But still, like, you could you could trick them and say that, like, there's there's actual basketball going on and then they get in, in uh, intrigued. Just don't quit the game. Just don't rage quit and then they won't know the difference. With the graphics of some video games today, you can probably just, like air simulations of those on like sports center tsn and some boomers would think it's real yeah and i think also like uh can you imagine like somebody like thinks it's so real that they like call and complain like they call and like they literally call 911 and they're like yeah um there's a there's a basketball game going on they're not practicing social distancing and then like imagine if it's like a mom that just isn't it's like man they're uh it's a video game what no, it's a video game. It's not real. What do you mean it's not real? And, like, it's literally just, like, one of those, like, back and forths. One of those, like, uh, 
uh, what's the stereo? What's the stereotypical? Like, like one of those Karens? Oh, yeah. Like, jeez. Like, I literally, I asked, what, like, my friend. That, that picture with the, with the mom on her flip phone with the sunglasses on. <laughs> driving, driving the friggin' uh, minivan up and down the street. I literally the texted Dodge my. Grand Caravan. Yeah. Or the smart cars or whatever. And I texted my friend. This is the same friend that, like, stayed up till, like, 6 a.m. with this chick. Um, and he works at a, he works at a grocery store. So I, I texted him, I'm like, how many, like, moms complain that there's no, like, Lysol wipes or, or gloves or shit? And he's just, like, every single one. And I think he said, like, one woman, like, went up to him, asked him, like, where the pickles were in, like, a really seductive voice. And I'm just like, uh, that's not true. <laughs> like, like, I, no, it was, like, it was cucumbers. Which I get, same difference, because, like, pickles are just cucumber, uh, Pickles are just cucumber, uh, or no, what am I saying? Pickles are just cucumbers and vinegar or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm sounding too stupid. I'm sounding even more stupid than usual because of quarantine. Good God. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, that's a sum of everything. Nothing. Literally, like, if everyone asks you, like, what the news is on a sport front, it's literally nothing. Reruns. Like, I I watched a friggin'... Jay's game from like 1993 and I was like wow times were so much simpler back then yeah like like it's literally just perfect and then now you look at it today and I'm just like wow stadium still looks like shit (laughs) yeah it it hasn't changed that much but uh, back, back then apparently they really loved it I asked my dad, I was like, so did the stadium, like, was it good way back when? He's just like, no, it was shit. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, it was garbage. And I'm just like, oh. Oh, so nothing's changed. I'm like, okay, so we're still living in the present then. Sweet. But yeah, that's literally what it is. And I'm also, the one thing I hope to do before the end of this quarantine is play a COD match with Mitch Marner just because I want to hear his friggin high pitched voice. Does he voice. play people on his streams? I think he does because I know um, when Hyman did his stream they were doing like a bunch of like uh, they were doing it in squads so they had like him go I think like they were waiting on Mitch and then uh, somebody else did something like that. Like, that's literally something where I'm just like, man, I just want to, like, own. And then I can say, hey, man, I, I, I may not be a good hockey player, but I can own a Leaf in hockey or, or, or in a video game that wasn't hockey. And then, like, next time I meet, like, them, in, or if I meet them in person, I'll just be like, hey, remember that time I literally, like, friggin' beasted all over you in cod like those were some good times and then they'll yeah. be like sorry and then they'll be like sorry who are you again and then they'll realize i was the one that like got their ass kicked by them but you know just just typical typical thoughts at uh 4 43 p.m which is when we're recording this uh but yeah how long have we been going at this for a while i haven't even like i've lost track of a little time. over for an hour? 
an hour 20. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we, or do you want to just, because like, I don't, I don't want to cheat the listeners. So they're probably like, dear for the love of God, don't go two hours. But like, I don't know. There's just like, again, I don't want to There's be not like, really much going on. Yeah. It's like, we are a sport content we are sport producers with no sports to talk about it is a paradox so like we literally can't do what we want to do but we're trying to um well i guess we should plug should we plug our okay i'll plug takes from the nosebleeds because why not if you can't get enough of me and joey once a week we're also doing takes from the nosebleeds which is our other show uh we it'll be up every sunday um, because it is the best day to listen to it. And also, you're in quarantine right now, so what, what excuse do you have? And plus, like, people are done school. Like, what are you going to do? What excuse do you have? Oh, you're you're too busy watching Tiger King? Well, too bad. No, I'm kidding. Just, just please watch us. We're friendly people. Or at least I try to. Um, but yeah, the last episode that we did is up, and you guys can listen to us talk about... Uh, what did we talk about anyway? We talked about a little bit of football. Uh, we did our first quiz, which I sucked at because I didn't I didn't listen when I heard that I only had to put one name for a final answer that I just threw away. Yeah, and so, it's the final answer, and the quiz master doesn't doesn't fuck around. Yeah, I, I have to, you know, usual. But uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. Uh, is this the part where you want me to horror set horror social media out to the public? Sell our services. So I'll go ahead and do that right now. So our Twitter is that is that Q capital Q underscore city roundup. So you can follow us on Twitter and me and Joey's individual Twitter accounts are there, so you guys can follow us there. Um I hope that uh, somewhere down the line, since I'll have too much free time on my hands, uh, that I can make our, I can increase our social media and I can make an Instagram and I don't know. Do you want to make it? We can make a TikTok or something or you can follow follow Joey on TikTok. I've unfortunately been uh, experimenting with that in my, in my board. Oh yeah, you can follow Joey on TikTok. His uh, his content is very exquisite to the consumer. And yeah, literally, I guarantee you the one thing that everyone's going to do during this quarantine time is A, get on TikTok, B, stream Tiger King, or C, just sleep. That's literally what everybody's doing. Like, I mean, everybody. I mean, not me. I still have, like, one assignment that I'm trying to, like, do, even though I'm not, like, fully sure what to do with it yet. I have to, like, film myself for, like, two or three minutes, which, like, is kind of crap. <laughs> um, and also, I haven't showered, so I got to do that. And uh, one more exam, and then I'll be even more bored. Yay. Um, but, yeah, that's, right. uh, I think it's uh, just about enough. Any other things you want to say about how stupid the Florida government is or whatnot? Um, no, I think we covered that enough. Yeah, we don't want to. I mean, Florida ain't all that bad. I mean, they got Universal Studios and, and uh, 
you know, Disney Dis- World. They got Disney World. They got oh, Spring Break when the world isn't going to die. You know. They got spring training. They do have spring training. That is one thing that they will always have. And I will, well, okay, Arizona has it too, but everyone cares more about Dunedin. Yes, where, Dunedin is where it's at. It is where it's at. That is one place where I plan to go once A, everything reverts back to normal, and B, I have money to my name. Because now nobody has money to their name because the economy is broken. That's no- something that, that that's useful. Yeah. Let's just resort back to the uh, the barter system. Might as well. There's literally just going to be like, I think like some tweet I saw was like someone's like I hope that they some someone comes out with a patch for the new 2020 stream. It's literally shit, and I'm just like, I mean, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what uh, software you have to download. Maybe you have to download uh, some form of Microsoft software and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter is uh, Twitter's a fun place now, especially Leafs Twitter when they're all like, what do we talk about? I don't know. Here's an unpopular food opinion. Now fight over it. Did you just tweet that or are you just talking about what you see? No, no, that's this, that's what like Leafs Twitter has been. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen. I think I can't. Yeah, it's literally just like I like this food person comments. No, you're an idiot. And then they're like, why am I an idiot? It's like, because you like this food. And, and you literally fight. just go, literally, yeah. It's Mortal <laughs> Kombat, but over food. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, but yeah, that's all that there is. Uh, make sure to follow us on socials. Tell us your favorite foods so we can argue with you and start conversations. Because, you know, boredness and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's all there is. I guess uh, I guess that's it for this week until we decide to do another one. Where we, I think we literally forget what the weeks are nowadays, or what the days are. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, a saw from me and Joey, and uh, I feel like I've tried to end this like three times and I've failed three times. So why not? Third time's a charm. This, this time is done. We're done. We're going out. But yeah, see y'all next week. I hope. Stay safe. Yeah, everyone. By the way. Yeah.